Welcome to the Free Retiree Show. My name is Lee Michael Murphy. I've been in wealth management for the last 10 years right in the heart of the Silicon Valley. People have always asked me, how do I achieve financial independence? And while the financial world wants you to believe it's as simple as investing your money, I'm here to tell you it's a small piece of the puzzle. I've seen four consistent factors in the people that have achieved financial independence. One, they excel in their career. Two, they manage their money properly. Three, they're able to avoid devastating financial mistakes. They can see through the BS. And lastly, they understand they need to learn from the best, the people that have achieved success in their career and their finances. Join us on our journey as we learn how to become free retirees. Welcome into the Free Retiree Show. You're sitting down with wealth manager Lee Michael Murphy, and I am alongside Silicon Valley's favorite attorney, Matthew McElroy. What's going on? And Silicon Valley vet and interview coach, Sergio Valentino Patterson. There it is. What is up, everyone? Welcome into a career advancement edition of the Free Retiree Show. For today's topic, we are talking about going back to work. A lot of the large companies are trying to get people back into the office. And it's people have their opinions. Should they go back? Should they not? And today, Serge is going to be talking about you know, what we need to consider as the employer, as the employee for returning back to work. Serge, what are you talking about? Yeah, good. I mean, you, you pretty much captured it all. I think this will be pretty timely for most people. Companies are starting to think about bringing employees back to work. And, you know, honestly, we've been tech company, tech workers have been at home and people have been at home for like a year and a half. So we've gotten pretty comfortable. We've gotten to our routines. We've started to enjoy a lot of these, uh, the time back we're getting from not commuting, a lot of things. So there's this moment right now that I think companies are dealing with and it's pivotal and it's like critical for companies to do this the right way as they, they think about bringing people back to the office. So we're just going to kind of open up the conversation and I'll share how things are going right now. And you're also going to be talking about what that discussion looks like with the manager. If yeah. you say, hey, maybe... You want to continue working from home for whatever reason, what that conversation needs to look like and what the process looks like, correct? Yeah, exactly. I think I'll get into this, but now that companies are saying, hey, you know, we're thinking about bringing people back, I think as the employee, you need to start figuring out what, what makes sense for you and what, what you actually want to do and then start planting those seeds with, um, with leadership so they know kind of where your head's at. Awesome. So let's just get right into it. So Sounds good. if we are the employer, what do we need to consider when bringing back our employees? Because right now it seems like it's a polarizing topic. Some people are like, yeah, I want to get back to work because I want to see my friends and want to be by the water cooler, just talking to everyone and collaborating. And then there's a lot of other folks that are like on the other side of the fence and they're saying, you know, it's dangerous right now. There's a lot of these COVID variants and maybe I haven't gotten vaccinated yet. And there's a plethora of other reasons why it might be more beneficial for them to work from home. Yeah. I think like taking a step back, I think the first thing employers need to, to kind of come at this is the idea of, of being flexible and listening. Because it, like I said, it's been over a year and a half, right? So like there's the mental component, 
I think a lot of people are dealing with like stress and anxiety, and there's this whole idea of like well-being, right? So I think employee employers need to understand that like there this is a, like not even a normal like we're not going back to normal. This is like a new society that we're in now. A new normal. Um, <laughs> a new normal, right? Like you know, Matt, you can feel free to chime in, but for me, it's like I've loved not having to commute two hours to work for the last year being present with my family, being able to go to like little, you know, graduation on, on Friday, I was able to make that. And I don't know if I want to go back to like being in the office all day. So like, I think when I talk about, you know, what employers need to do is like, they need to be mindful of the well-being of their people. And then this idea of being flexible, because if you just try to do this one size fit all approach, it's not going to work because there's going to be employees who want to go back. There's going to be some that want a hybrid approach and there's going to be some that want to stay home. There's, there's actually potential for, for companies to um, lose talent if they take this like super stringent approach of like, you just need to get back to the office. Well, yeah, because certain companies said, hey, like we're never going back to the office, right? Yeah, a few. I know Twitter has said that. Facebook is kind of in the middle. They're thinking about it. LinkedIn, you know, on my own personal, like they're thinking of, they're starting to actually open offices and a small percentage of people are going back like now. And then everyone technically would like, can go back in September, but you have the option of like applying for a full-time remote role if you want. And then it's kind of, it's still like up to you. So I think all these companies are kind of just playing it by ear and waiting to see what the other one does. And some have like, like Twitter, they're saying like, you can be home, like work from home forever. But what's not being talked about though, is like, dude, these mega campuses are billions of dollars. They're not going to just forget about that. From a company standpoint, like how much could they save in money from not having to pay rent for a facility for all their employees? You know what I mean? Like Twitter doesn't have to go and pay for that crazy San Francisco rent office. You know what I mean? Like that's how much money are they saving a month just from that move? You know? Yeah. I guess over time they could, make the money back right from what they're saving transportation food there's a, there's a lot of cost saving things there and, and also too like isn't there like there was such a component of this for like a while where like people didn't even realize they could do their jobs remotely like this now that they've seen it you can't, you can't just take it away because it's like it's a better way almost yeah i mean if you just look at look at some of we were talking about stock in an earlier episode but like companies are killing it right now facebook's their stock is i think at an all-time high Amazon's at an all-time high. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it's clear that we can still do our jobs as good, if not better, from home. Yeah. So now that argument's out the door. There's this component, though, that I think actually is a good one, where when you're in the office, you're meeting up with your coworkers, you're having those coffee chats, when you see them in the hallway, and then like an idea sparks. Like that's not happening at home. Just looking at some of the data, there's this article off Vogue that they surveyed a thousand adults and it showed that like 39% of them would consider quitting if the employers were not flexible about remote work. That's the risk that employers need to think about. In the tech world, right? It's competitive, right? As far as like people's jobs and stuff, it's like, you know, they, people will jump around from different companies because they'll get better offers and whatnot. Yep. And so it's like, just because that company may be closing the door on, remote working, all these other companies are going to have it and they're going to try to get their jobs there, right? Oh yeah. Like you said, it's super competitive. It's different than a lot of other industries because it's, you could jump every couple of years, three years, four years, and there's always a company out there trying to figure out what makes sense. And I think if you're not uh, embracing this flexible work environment and, and, and really hearing your employees, you have the potential to be like left behind as an employer. For me, I'm pretty sure that I need to be Going forward, like I don't want to be in the office every day. 
I was going to ask, what, what is your perfect hybrid? Two days a week at most. And I think a lot of people can relate to this in the Bay Area. The can, not having that commute's been amazing. Like I'm more productive. I can work out in the morning, eat with my kids. Save money. Save money. Like nobody misses that commute. And I think <laughs> employers are realizing it. And they're, I think they're a little nervous right now, honestly. Well, you know, another thing about it too, is that like, it allows you to get a little more rest and sleep and things like that. And which, you know, contributes to you being a more productive oh, yeah. and your overall well-being being better, right? hundred percent. You wake up, there's no commute. You're not, you know, even if you're, you're at the, when you're at the office, you're like trying to run from elevator to elevator, building to building, trying to make a meeting. Instead, I just, in my, I'm here. I literally click the button on zoom. Okay. I'm in the meeting. <laughs> so <laughs> productivity is way better. And like, you know, I think Lee, you, you, you mentioned like what should employers, I think, understand that hopefully those it's clear. It's like, you have to like really be listening to your employees one. And then two, it's like this idea of flexibility, because if, if you're not flexible, people are moving, you know, people are moving all around the country right now. You guys are seeing that and some companies will get left behind. And there's a lot of jobs opening up right now too, right? Yeah. I mean, online dude, everyone's hiring. These tech companies are blowing up. They're doing their record, record high revenue. It's insane to me how well some of these companies are, are perform, have performed since the pandemic has hit. And you're, you're probably seeing that, right, Lee, in the market? Yeah, well, overall, everyone that I've talked to is like produ- productivity is up. People have more time to do what they're supposed to do in their jobs because they don't have to commute and there's not as much time wasting. That, I think, is pretty clear across the board. However, for people that are in more engineering type roles, I've heard like, well, in order for us to get ideas across, we need to whiteboard and collaborate. And you just can't get that same thing for the Zoom meeting. So that I think is one of the arguments for people going back to work. But as the company, you're saying, you know, flexibility is key, but how do you solve like you know, the creation aspect of, you know, being creative, maybe the, those in-room sessions that were valuable ideas get exchanged. How should companies look at those, look at that and how did they replace that? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely tools out there, you know, in the virtual space, there's, there's whiteboarding on zooms, all these different tools have all the thing, but you're not going to be able to recreate that. And I think you as the employer and the employee need to kind of be self-aware and understand if you do your role better in person, then you need to figure out a way to be in person more often. You just have to be aware of what makes sense for your role. My bigger point is that there's going to be people who want to be home. There's going to be ones that want to be a hybrid approach, and there's going to be ones that want to be in the office. So flexibility, flexibility, flexibility. For, uh, on the corporate level, employers need to be flexible and they need to work with their employees. So as an employee starting this conversation, maybe you've decided like, Hey, this life works better for me personally, for my family, and I'm more effective, you know, in this role because I'm not spending all that extra time commuting and, you know, jumping from building A to building B to get into a meeting. I'm just more, I'm more productive in general. Yep. How do you start that conversation? How do you go to the higher up and say like, hey, this is where I see myself? So the first, the first thing I'd say for, for you guys and for everybody listening Take time to reflect on the last year and a half and figure out what has this done? Has, have, I, have I enjoyed this? Have I been more productive? What is it that I want? Do I want a hybrid model going back? Do I want to be in office at home some of the days? Do I want to be fully remote? 
or do I want to be fully in the office? Step one is figure that out. So I'll ask, I'll ask you guys, like talk, let's, let's just talk about our experiences for the last year and a half. Like how, how has it been for you guys in your, in both of your roles? And I could talk about mine. I, I love working at home. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's, it's cool. I mean, the, you know, the, the only negative I can really say about it is that because I work so much, there's become no boundaries between personal and work life as far as like, you know what I mean? I'm, my, my office is attached to my house. So it's like, I just walk outside and I'm at my office and it's like, you know, so that, that means I just, you know, I'm, I'm just always in it kind of. And I, I don't know how to draw those boundaries yet. Still working on that. And I think that's probably like a problem that a lot of people have that, you know, have heavy workloads is that, you know, they have to mesh personal time with work time and they kind of juggle the both. And it's just, there's not really a boundary, but um, yeah, I, I want to keep it this way. I want, I want to work fully from home. I mean, you know, I, I just, I did my continued education for, uh, you know, to be an attorney. They, they make us do 25 hours every three years. And one of the classes I took was how to do jury trials online. And uh, you know, there's a lot of places that are starting to shift to that model. Uh, Santa Clara hasn't, Santa Clara County hasn't done it yet, but it's, it's interesting because in some ways it's kind of, you know, they were talking like it, it's almost better. You're, when you're giving your, you know, opening and closing statements, it's only your screen on the zoom. All the juries are just, you know, focusing only on you rather than everything else going on in the courtroom. And there's some benefits to it. Um, and they were, they were almost talking about it. Like you had to be like an actor and set up like a studio and like all this. I don't know. It was just kind of a cool aspect wow. that I'd never thought about before. And if that happens, then it's like, I can do everything from this point. That's interesting in that, though, you would think in that space, in the lawyers, in the law space, they wouldn't be as flat. Like, it sounds like they're embracing some of the technology aspects and like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah, it's we're, awesome. we're, we're, we're getting away from our office thing. We don't, everything can be mobile. You know what I mean? There's, there's no need to go pay this high rent. I mean, at one point we were paying like almost eight grand a month for our office. It's like, you don't need to waste that money on that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a completely new model and, and it's, it's, it's great for what we do lowers our overhead immensely. Yeah. And Lee, for you, I, I would assume you might miss the shaking hands component of your role in relationship building. Right. Actually, I think it's no. been, I, I actually do like the pandemic life better okay. uh, because if I, before, if I had three meetings in a day and I was traveling, so a lot of times before, the pandemic, I would drive from office to office or client location to next client location. Three meetings plus the commuting, the day was done. Like it was like, dude, there's not enough time to get all the stuff that I had planned for today. Like my day was shot. Now I can do double the meetings because it's just click a button, click a button, click a button. And then there's, so I can do six meetings in a day plus do all the back end uh, operational things and still feel like, like my day was always effective because there's way more time in it. So I love that part of it. Plus one of the big uh, stressors for me, uh, or majority of my clients were located in the Bay area, San Francisco Bay area. And I always felt like if I had ever wanted to move, that would have been an issue because I was having to leave the area. Would they still want to work with me if I was locating to a different state? Since the pandemic, I feel everyone's perception has changed. Like they don't mind working with me if I'm located really far away, as long as I have internet connection. Yep. So I think that's been an amazing blessing. And I've seen people in my profession uh, move to different states now that were hesitant to make that move because they felt like, wow, well, I can't, 
my client doesn't want me to be, you know, located, you know, across the country, but now it's not a big deal. People in general, I feel have, have this shift where, yeah, I'm okay meeting via zoom. I think there's still some people that want to meet in person, but overall the perception has changed and it's allowed, I think even going forward, working with the existing clients that I have, if I was located far away, it would be fine. Plenty of my clients have moved out of state during the pandemic anyway. And we're now we're do, going via Zoom to meetings and it's working out great. So I think that's been a major blessing. I think one thing that is challenging is new client acquisition. It, it's still, you know, working out all right. I'm having new clients come on board that I've never actually met in person yeah. and doing everything via DocuSign. And it's, it's working out just fine, but it still feels weird that, you know, there's these clients that, you know, you're working with that have large dollar amounts and you've never shook their hand before. Like there's, that's all, all the clients that I've signed up in, you know, 2021 and part of 2020, I'd say for most of them, I've never even shook their hand in person. So that's kind of crazy to me. And it does feel a little awkward during the new client acquisition piece, since you've never seen them in person, you don't know, you actually don't, I don't know how tall they are. I mean, I don't know if I notice them on the street because I just see their face. So that part's weird, but you know, overall I'm happy with the pandemic way of doing business. I think I'm good with. Yeah. And I, so I think it's good. So that's like step one for anyone who's trying to like start having these conversations with leadership is like figure out how you feel about this whole thing. So it's not, to me, it sounds like you guys are, there's more pros and cons. It sounds like working from home has been a better, it's going to be better for you guys long-term. Well, especially like if you have kids, right? Like you yeah. just get more time with them. It's just, you know what I mean? It's a, like, that's probably my biggest benefit. I mean, you probably feel the same way, right? But oh, I do 100%. know other people that really miss going to work. They don't miss the commute. That's for sure. But they miss that interaction with people, right? So I think I've had people uh, in my personal circle that have said, oh, I don't, you know, I don't like that commute. I'm so glad I don't have to make a commute. Oh, but I miss the people, you know? So I have, I had, a, yeah. had conversations with a few of those folks. I think it's for me, it's yeah, hundred percent. I get to spend more time with my family. There's no commute. I have a good setup at home. What I do miss is like the energy of the office and then the people, and then just all the benefits of being at, at these, some of these tech companies. But I think something you brought up, Lee, that's super interesting and, and companies are starting to think about is um, people are moving to everywhere. And I think they're starting to open up. You're starting to open up a new talent pipeline because it's not, you don't just have to be in the Silicon Valley. You don't just have to be in New York now if, if, cause these roles are all remote. So now they're opening like a brand new talent pipeline across the country. And I think it's, it's going to help with bringing more, you know, different types of people into the Silicon Valley world because they can start hiring from anywhere versus just San Francisco. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a good thing, but going back to like that. Yeah. So figure out what makes sense for you, um, whether it's hybrid, whether it's full-time remote or whether it's going back to the office. Once you figure that out in the next couple of weeks, you should start talking about this to your manager so that they know kind of where your head's at because companies like, believe it or not, but like companies are starting to go back to the office. My point is, is like identify and really like start jotting down all the reasons why, you know, you, you work better, you're more productive, all these things, start documenting them 
and then have that proactive conversation with your manager so that they know that they can say, okay, Sergio is one of the people that want to be full-time remote. I'm going to make sure I go to bat for him when that process comes up. So I, I think like it's, it's really being proactive about like, like talking about this with your leadership. A lot of these conversations are going to happen. And I think as an employee, just, just be prepared, like have all your stuff ready to go, like reasoning, logic, all the story, like just, just why it makes sense for you, whether it is going back or not. And then for employees, like I said earlier, just be flexible and start listening. I think I sent you guys that Apple article. It's all over the news right now. There was like an internal memo, but essentially it was the opposite of what I talked about. It seems like Apple kind of just made, made a decision without getting a lot of employee input. They're not um, happy about it. <laughs> and the employees aren't happy about it. So this is, this is the consequence, right? Like, Apple's, what, what are they like? They're probably the biggest tech company in the world. Mm-hmm. Probably the richest tech company. <laughs> probably the richest. And they don't usually make like, this seems like it could have been avoided, this type of mistake. But like now, you know, it's all over the news and you're going to have people drop. Like you're going to have people leave Apple for sure. And I think right now, just where people are at, empl- employees want to work for, for employers where they feel like they're being heard. I think that that's a massive trend. I think we've all seen in the last couple of years, it's, are you being heard? Are your feelings being considered? And, you know, for Apple to pull kind of like a power move, like, Hey, everyone's in the office. No questions asked. I don't, I think you're right. I think it's going to cause a lot of um, employees to, you know, question, you know, are they at the right place? So I love what you're saying, man, you know, be flexible, be considerate on both sides of the table. If you're an employee or the employer, so, yeah, that's great, man. Well, you know, you know, it's another conversation that's going to happen along with that is that also two people like, you know, not everybody's vaccinated, right? So like, you know, some people coming back to the office may be vaccinated, some may not, that may make some people uncomfortable, you know, you never know. And and then is it then you're going to get into a weird conversation of like, you know, so maybe in the future, I don't know, maybe they've had it already of employers, you know, trying to mandate vaccines or something, so they can have a safe work environment. Well, without getting into too many details, but like, yeah, companies aren't mandating it, but I know if I got into, walked into the office and there's hundreds of people and I'm like, who's vaccinated, who's not? You yeah, know? exactly. Right? That's scary. Like, you don't know. Like, <laughs> it's Man, there's multiple it's like, strains. There's all these new COVID strains that are out there. Yeah, so that's also concerning. Yeah, I still don't think we're completely ready to fully go back. And I think most employers understand that. I, we have to. We have to be flexible on both sides like you said and here both sides well, also when we go back don't you think it's going to kind of there's probably going to be a little bit of like a, a transitioning period right where it's kind of like you know people getting back into that social dynamic and whatever because you know like me working at home i feel like i've kind of gone feral some ways <laughs> socially <laughs> dude i'm a hermit i don't want to see anyone <laughs> so that'll right, be man. that'll be interesting thank you so much serge i love the tips flexibility, consideration, and start the conversation. Those are all huge. Thanks for joining us, everyone. You've been listening to The Free Retiree Show. So long for now. offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA at www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. 
Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is a investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of LinkedIn Incorporated or Microsoft Corporation. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.